listening to The 123 Show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Monday afternoon. And since it's Monday, we love to start the week with a bit of our health and fitness. And we're now joined on Facebook and live by the one and the only Nathan Solia. Nathan, it's great to see you. How are you doing? Hi, Noreen. How are you doing? Yes, I'm very good, thank you. Uh, there seems to be a bit of an... Uh, I can hear you nice and clear, but it seems like on Facebook Live there's a bit of a lag, but don't worry, we'll get that fixed. Um, but I'm glad you're joining us this afternoon because we're talking about our mental health, which is which goes hand-in-hand hand, uh, with our physical health, um, of course. And today we're talking about how we can unravel our mind so we can handle more uh, with less stress. What's your experience in this area, Nathan? Hello, Nathan. Oops. Hi. Hi. <laughs> did it freeze a little bit? Were you able to catch? Yeah, it did a little bit. <laughs> my, my my question was, uh, well, the area we're talking about today is unraveling the mind so we can handle more with less stress. Okay. What's your area? What's your experience in this area? Because I know you definitely have a lot to handle. So how do you handle your day to day with less stress? Yeah, see, so my, my business has all been based on mindset, breathing, hydration, nutrition, exercise, and sleep. And it's all about those six pillars and filling up those six pillars every day. And so, you know, one of the things that I've been working really, really hard on, and it's been over since I was about 42, is the mindset piece. Because, you know, up until 42, I was working really hard on, you know, getting my breathing right, getting my exercise great, and all of my lifestyle pieces in place. But I found that I was living in, in this perpetuous uh, anxiety, uh, depression, not good enough because, you know, you know, you build yourself up and you build your business up to a certain point and you think, oh, can I really handle all of this? And so one of the things that I took on, you know, when I first, when I started going into the mindset stuff is first I started to do meditation. And one of the pieces around meditation, and it's become a lot more um, accepted these days to do meditation. And I and I always compare meditation as right is just living in the now and being able to be present to you know right now we're having a conversation together, right? You know, you're you you and I are in the room together. Our minds are not wandering for far ahead. Our minds are not thinking about what we've done wrong or what we need to do because we forgot whatever. It's really about staying in that moment. And so meditation for me, it was always that ability to be able to unplug myself from the, the movie that I'm in and being able to just clear my mind. And, you know, one of the, the, the I've tried two forms of meditation and one of them was taught to me by a dear friend of mine who's a, a Buddhist monk in Thailand. He's a Thai Buddhist monk. And it was called Vipassana meditation. And Vipassana meditation was a uh, a very, very simple way of being able to meditate. And, and if I can explain, you know, when you sit down, holding your legs, pointing your fingers in the air, it was about clearing your mind of thoughts that would come in, constant thoughts. And, you know, I had this conversation with a friend this morning. Is is like, you know, he went on holiday to Bali. And you would think you'd have a great time in Bali. But the whole time he was in his head because he needed to get back to his business. His business was not doing so well. And he had such a crap holiday. And I and and that was a perfect example of like how we can go into this perpetual 
thinking and thinking and thinking and it clogs up our brain and and it doesn't do us any good to be able to get into action you know th there is stress in a level where we do need a little bit of stress to be able to create action but when that stress is so ho so high overwhelmingly it can paralyze us you know it can send us into a a, a continuous depression anxiety uh, you know, and, and when I was going through this, when I was early 40s, is I realized that it was not doing my family any good. It was not doing my business any good. It was not doing my health any good. And so when, you know, Will, this friend of mine who is a Buddhist monk, when he taught me these, this, this meditation, it took a little while to sort of get used to it. And I took on five minutes a day. And in that five minutes a day, just to explain how Vipassana works, is you sit on a nice comfy chair. When a thought comes into your head, you acknowledge the thought and then you say thinking, 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 and then you return it back to a, um, uh, uh, an, an anchor. And my anchor was my belly breathing, just belly breathing, sitting in my chair and belly breathing. When I heard something, I would say hearing, 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 and then I'll return it back to my breathing. When I felt something like, you know, I had an itch underneath my chin, you know, I would say feeling, feeling, feeling. Of course, I might scratch it. I try and play a few games with myself. But, you know, this five minutes built into 10, built into 15. And, you know, sometimes I will sit down and meditate for 45 minutes. And I can't tell you how, um, you know, how freed up you feel after being going through this uh, process for even just five minutes a day allows you to be able to just distance yourself from this little movie that you've created for yourself where you are the lead actor to go into um uh, to to deep plug it's a little bit like um uh the matrix you know when you unplug and deplug, plug you, you know you, you just take yourself out just for that five minutes and it and allowed me to be able to really think about what was really important to me so that was the first one that i that i i would love you know your your listeners to to consider taking on five minutes a day of, of you know, of the, of meditation. The other one that I do is I get up anywhere between 30 minutes and an hour earlier every day. And I have a small ritual that I do. And that ritual is um, the miracle morning. And we've talked about the miracle morning in the past in our, in our shows. Um, but it's one of those pieces that incorporates what he calls Hal Elrod, by the way, he's the, the author. He's written a book and it's six savers, which is silence or meditation, affirmations or positive affirmations, visualizations, which has been used throughout the whole sporting world for, you know, for, for a very long time on, on being able to put yourself in the right mindset of winning the game. Um, exercise. Exercise is one of the biggest mood lifters and being able to help you clear your head you know when i go for a run or when i do a um a workout i'm constantly thinking oh that's a great idea i need to write that down and in my rest period i'll write it down or after my workout I'll, I'll you know spend a few minutes writing my thoughts down and your your fourth one is uh reading uh re reading books and so i'll spend 10 minutes a day five to 10 minutes a day reading and my last one is scribing so savers s-a-v-e-r-s and the the scribing at the end was a really good way like i said after exercises being able to dump all my thoughts onto paper and really get present to how much of you know you know how much my my life is worth 
um, how much, um, you know, when I put it on paper, especially when you go into the overwhelm, oh, I've got so much to do, is actually writing those things down and realizing how little it actually is, right? So, you know, all of a sudden, you go from, oh, I've got so much to do, like, oh, I've actually got seven things that I need to do. Okay, let's get stuck into those things. So it was a great way of being able to... And it's able so satisfying to, to tick it off the list, the to-do list, or cross it off. Isn't it? Isn't it? So, you know, one of those things that I, I got a, a lot of, uh, you know, I got up and opt optimizing my... Um, optimizing my way of thinking was doing this miracle morning every day. And I still do the miracle morning and I've been doing the miracle morning on and off since I was 42. So now I'm 50. It's been eight years in the process. You know, I've written about four or five books. Um, I, I've, you know, uh, uh, I, I just love that, that feeling. It is a little bit like a drug. In fact, it is a lot like a drug. Like now I'm actually addicted to this miracle morning. So that's one thing that I would recommend. And the third one that I recommend, just like what we talked about, is, is like writing down the things that you need to do and planning your day. Now, you know, I, I, I've talked to a number of people before. Um, when they get up in the morning, they're literally getting up, getting ready, going to work. And that is not how you want to set your day up. You really want to be able to set your day up where you spend time on yourself and get yourself in the right place because you've got a lot to handle in your day. And so being able to plan your day, plan your week, plan your month, uh, plan your year is, a, is, a, is a, a very, very powerful place to do it. And there was a, um, a program I did a few years ago, ago called The Mission Control. And the title of it was to get everything that you need to do and handle done. And it wasn't a place of, there was tools. Don't get me wrong. There were tools in there that allowed you to be able to organize your day, organize your week, organize your month, organize your, 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 your year and your life. But the main emphasis that I took away from this was to be able to get all of those things that are all automated already and be able to put them in your diary. And so my day always starts with sleep. So I started the night before. I've done my sit, my seven and a half to nine hours sleep, getting nine hours sleep. Um, and then I wake up in the morning and then I do my 30 minutes to 60 minutes, my miracle morning. And then I have my breakfast in my calendar. I have in my breakfast, I have my brushing my teeth. I have driving to work. I have um, my lunches all set in, my workouts all set in, um, my meetings all set in. So I planned my entire week based on my life, not my work. And that gives me so much power to be able to live my life from a place of living as opposed to, oh, I'm just, I'm just going from meeting to meeting to meeting to meeting. And then, oh, I've got a break. I don't have to do anything in this, in this gap, which is okay to have something in that gap. But I would challenge many people out there. We're up to more than just surviving. And being able to live from a place of thriving is can be a, a big challenge for people if you have not planned your day. So making sure that you plan your day is, is so important to be able to live from a place of power as opposed to uh, just surviving. Well said, Nathan. It's true. We often talk about the importance of work-life balance, but that seems to still also place the emphasis on work. Surely we should be talking about life-work balance. 
and like you know living our life first and then but you know the, the, the truth is Hong Kong people work really long hours in Hong Kong and um, as a business owner perhaps you have a, 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 a flexibility to plan you know your work around your life but for some employees around Hong Kong their work is their life they're working you know 14 hours 16 hours for those kind of people, they're barely getting enough time to rest. So the stress sort of builds up. What advice or what recommendation do you have people who simply have to work really long hours, who don't even have enough time for their family, let alone themselves? Yeah, and you know that's a really, really um, um, uh, common position in Hong Kong. You know, we 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 tend to uh, we tend to uh, live to work as opposed to work to live. And back to my, um, my, uh, my suggestion of being able to plan your day, plan your week, plan your month, plan your year, is a really um, efficient way of being able to live your life. And a lot of people say, yeah, but I don't want to live my life like that because I don't want to be lived to, to a schedule. Well, guess what? You've got to get present to that is exactly what's happening at work. People are dictating stuff to you to be able to get done in a certain time frame to be able to have that complete. If you don't have that complete, well, then you may not have a job. So how can you be able to effectively and efficiently plan your day so that way you can get everything done and handled? And one of the things that I got from Mission Control was a, was a piece of homework we had to do. We had to write down everything that we needed to do and handle. Now, my list had 240 things on a list. <laughs> so you can imagine looking at that list going, oh, my God, where do I start? So then what, what I had to do is, is I had to uh, write beside it, okay, well, what, 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 am I, what, what are the things that are It's like prioritizing and, yeah, which one is yes. the most important thing to do? Correct. So, so you, you put it on as, as like, okay, well, what are the things that are automated? What are the things that I can I, I can give to someone else? What are the things that I need to do? So, you know, you automate your, your bills to be paid. You automate your rent to be paid. You automate, um, uh, uh, you know, your kids to be picked up or, or you, you've got that in your schedule to pick them up. So, you know, for example, I work from home uh, three days a week. I'll go and pick my kids up, you know, two to three days a week or I'll coordinate that with, with Nina. But I've got it in my diary saying that my children need to be picked up and I know who's going to pick them up. So it's all planned in this. Now, so that might be a little bit overwhelming for some people to think, oh, my God, 250 things in my diary. But I did find I was doubling up on some of these things. I was not willing to let go of some of these things to give to someone else to be able to get done. Um, just something as simple as, like, for my car, I went into I went into the um, uh, the, 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 the motor um, you know the uh, servicing the, the authority, yeah, the, oh, yeah, the motoring sorry, the, authority. Oh, the, the and, transport and, department. Sorry. Yeah, and just to get my car automated with the um, the little things, so that way I can go through the automatic lane, oh, as opposed yes. to putting my five dollars in the thing, which was, you know, I, you know, I added it up over a week or over a month. It was ninety minutes of time that I was spending at the thing, putting my five, my $5 in the thing as and opposed waiting. to just driving straight yeah. through. And it was one thing I didn't have to worry about. Like I said, you, if you automated your rent, if you automated your electricity bills, if you automated your phone bills, if you automated 
um, you know, your, your pain of your credit card, all of those things, you can free your mind up and then you can really focus on the things that are really important to you. And if, if work is really important to you, then that's fine. But if you, if you haven't automated those things that I've just mentioned, then can you imagine how much more bits of information are in your head and, oh, geez, I forgot about, you know, to register my car because it's being forgotten about because it wasn't in my schedule. So these sort of things, you know, I would ask people to sort of consider as even though they're small, but if you could automate it, if you can give it to someone else to 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 handle and, and you can check in with them, you know, every now and then. And and like one thing that I put in my calendar as well is, is I check my credit card statements. So every month I go through my credit card statements and just see if there's anything that stands out for me. But it's not on my mind all the time, right? It's only in with the time that I've put into my calendar. And once I've scheduled into my calendar, I know that anything outside that time, like spending time with my children, or working on a, uh, an important project for work, I don't have to worry about my credit card statements because I've already scheduled that into my schedule. Yeah. And so being able to do that allows my mind to be able to really focus on the jobs that you're doing. That's now, true. Like I used uh, to have to fill in my tax forms, but then I automate. Well, I didn't automate that. I did. I'm starting to do e-tax, and it's just so good. It saves everything from your previous year, and it just saves you from, you know, it does does it automatically for you. So. I'm not advertising for the government, but, you know, if you haven't done e-tax, you know, do it electronically. It actually is a time saver yeah. coming from yeah. a former I mean, person even, who's not so organized. It actually is a game changer. <laughs> well, imagine imagine your stress levels yeah. every year when they when they ask for your money and you've already automated because, you know, we all have to pay our own tax, right? If you've already automated every month, you're getting a certain percentage out of your salary put into a separate account. So that way, when you get to the end of year, instead of thinking, oh, my God, I've got hundreds of thousands of dollars to pay for my tax. I only have to either put a little bit over or you might even have you, you might even get a surplus back. So, exactly. you know, yeah. think of these ways of being able to automate your life, especially those pieces that you know that you can automate and you can delegate out. And going on to this, the schedule thing as well is, is that one of those things that I schedule and, and I do it once a week and I, and I want to do it more is scheduling three to five hours of focusing on one thing. And one thing that's going to move the dial, and that's what I focus. That's what I do. Is on those three to five hours, I turn all the electronics off, and just focus on that thing for the next three to five hours and get it done. Because we we get so caught up in like, oh, check our phones, and oh, we we need to check our emails, and oh, we'll do this and do that. No, lock it all away, switch everything off, and just focus on those big important blocks that you know that are going to move the needle. Yeah, do it. As my mother-in-law would say, do it, it's done, and you're happy. It's true because we live in a world where we are distracted and it's so easy to procrastinate and think, oh, something else has popped up. But if you actually sit down and dedicate that set amount of time to that one thing, you'll actually do it faster and be able to then do the other things you really want to do. That's Absolutely. And that's, a, and that's the great thing about, you know, blocking out that three to five hours is like, oh, my God, when, when you do it, the amount of productivity that you achieve in three to five hours of uninterrupted, it, it's, it's quite, um, it's, it's, it's 
it really frees you up yeah. to really be able to focus on the other things. Um, final question before I let you go. Nathan, with, with all of that, do you feel less stress when you're handling things? Because part of it is also the mindset. Now when you're doing something, are you just trying to get through things? Or do you find the enjoyment when you do the things that are scheduled in your calendar? Because you have spent the time to plan your day, your week. Um, it, it feels, it doesn't feel like a chore anymore. So even when you're saying, I don't know, what's something yeah. that's imp- like, like grocery shopping, for example, when you're doing meal plans, you know, some people dread going to the supermarket and driving there and, and just getting things. But do you sort of get a sense of enjoyment after you've planned out everything? Well, that's the thing, right? I mean, if you were going to the supermarket, generally you would have, you know, a list 10 to or- 15 to 20 core items that you would always get every time you shop. So you're saving time by just being able to make a list and go, okay, that's my shopping list. Um, and, and asking, you know, I, I, we have a helper as is asking the helper. I say, okay, out of these 10, 15 things, is there anything else that you need me to get that I, I need to get? Or like I said, or even delegating that out to someone else, but you've got that list. You've created a system. There's a great book called Atomic Habits. And we can talk about this later, but it's about, it's about habit stacking and stacking habits on top of habits. So if you don't like going to the supermarket, how can you make it interesting enough? and fun enough that you can go to the supermarket and then it's a habit on top of a habit. Like mine would maybe think, okay, well, you know, when I go to the supermarket, that's my time to listen to an audio book. Yes. And so I can listen to this audio book because no one's going to bother me. I'm just going to have my headphones on. I'm going to go and do that. Or you can stack it with like, hey, this is a time that you, my, I spend time with my, my son and my daughter and, you know, and we can take that as an opportunity to just spend time together. My, so my problem is I enjoy going to the supermarket too much. I tend to, over, like, if we're supposed to only be there for half an hour, I'm like, oh, look at this product. Oh, look at, I, I end up spending like <laughs> like two hours there. Okay, maybe not that long, but yeah. Well, well, well that's a, a really, a really good bring up, right? So, so plan that in, you know, if you know you're going to be there an hour, get really flat, you are going to be there for an hour and, and plan it for an hour and 15. Yeah. So that way you you do have that time in your day as opposed to an hour it's done oh no it's going to low into something else so so just plan you know that that was the one i wrote down as well try not to do so much yes that is such a great note to, to to end on because i think we are addicted to this sort of um the busyness mentality or like oh how are you doing mm. i'm so busy and people feel like a sense of success or i, I don't know there's something about when somebody says you're busy, you say, oh, yeah, you're busy. But if somebody says, oh, I'm not doing anything, maybe people will feel bad to admit, oh, I'm, I'm not busy. But actually, it's such a luxury to not be busy. You know what? I, I had that. And my, my, my context was if I said I was busy, it made me look important. And when I realized that I didn't have to say I'm busy to look important, all of that went straight out the window and – I just got freed up, you know, mm. and, and like I said, you know, do as much as, you know, cause you're going to remember, you know, when we say we're going to have it done in an hour, it's going to take longer. Yes. So incorporate that into, okay, well, I'm sitting an hour, but it's going to take me an hour and a half. So let's put that time aside, but keeping to your schedule and using an empowering context with that schedule, like going shopping, what's it going to do? Oh, it's going to feed me and my family with good quality food and making them healthy and 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 uh and vibrant so you know using an acknowledgement of saying when you've completed it what it means to you 
Brilliant. Nathan, thank you so much once again for all your positive sharing and, and your wisdom. Remind our listeners once again all your social media so uh, we can find you there. Oh, yeah. So if you really want some really good information, go to my Instagram account, uh, Elite PT Studio, even my YouTube channel, which is Elite PT Studio as well. And you'll get so many videos that can be able to enhance your life, not only health wise, but also lifestyle and nutrition wise as well. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for your time this week, Nathan. And you'll be back again uh, next Monday for more health and fitness chats. Thank you so much. Thanks, Noreen. <laughs>